Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of Let's Talk About Brand was initially broadcast as a live stream in 2020. It has been edited from its original format. Hey everyone, I am Christine Gritman and I am here with Let's Talk About Brand. I do this show every single Friday at noon Eastern Time where I talk to a smart guest about personal branding. And so today we have Rebecca Radice with us today. Rebecca is a former morning radio talk show host, but for the past 20 years, she's been training others on how to engage their audiences through digital marketing. She's the founder of Rebecca Radice Media and the co-founder of Bria, a digital marketing and consumer experience design firm that as of this year is working exclusively with cause-based organizations. I love that so much. Um, Rebecca is also the creator of The Authority Matrix and The Prep Performance Method and author of the book Social Media Mastery, A Comprehensive Guide to Strategic Growth. One of the tools Rebecca uses to stay on top of her brand reputation is Brand24, but we will talk about that in just a minute. Right now, let's bring Rebecca on. Ah, Hey, Rebecca. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? I had to get my little sound effects there. Thanks so much for being on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right. So we are going to be talking today about branding with content. And I definitely wanted to talk to you about that because I will never forget uh, the first time I went to Social Media Marketing World in 2017, you were one of the first sessions I saw. And, oh. and you talked about sort of how to figure out the the look of your brand and how to really brand content and it made such a huge impression i still use things i learned in that session to this very oh, day well thank you thank you well and you are the epitome of perfect <laughs> branding with your red absolutely everywhere i look so oh. Uh, you've done an excellent job. Thank you. I try. <laughs> so You've even got the red lipstick going on. I do. I do. Always. It, it's like my superhero <laughs> cape. I kind of feel like without it, I'm a person. With it, I'm like superhero self. It's, it's, it's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you first about um, kind of when we talk about branding with content, what does branding with content mean to you in terms of um, how we can use content to really convey something about our personal brand? Sure. Well, you know, content is everywhere, right? Yeah. Um, we're consuming it in so many different ways from uh, something we read, uh, whether it's a text, whether it's a blog post to something we watch like we're doing right now uh, with live videos. So it's it's making an impact uh, in a variety of ways and in a variety of different locations and really gives us the opportunity to get our brand in front of the exact right people at the exact right time and in the exact right place uh, and then to share with them who we are, what we're all about, what the essence of our brand is 
and do that in a very relatable way. Um, and so content uh, is really at the core of all of that, is at the core of everything that we do, everything we say, uh, every experience that we're creating within our business. And uh, you talked about social media marketing world, and that was uh, more focused on visual marketing and how to use content and visuals. Uh, and it really is a package deal, isn't it? To where uh, today, if we want to capture attention, we've got we've to combine all of those elements so that when people see red, they immediately think of Christine. And yes. that's what we're doing with that, with that branding, with those elements, and with that content. Uh, that brings me to a question, which is, um, do you need, you know, anything specific like a color or a logo or a typeface or anything like that to really call your content branded or are there kind of, um, is that kind of an unnecessary element sort of what's essential? That's a great question because, you know, I think there, even just a few years ago, it was more important that you had that, that perfect look and feel. You had that very streamlined color and logo and website. And today we're flipping that on its head a bit where you see personal brands or brands emerging that aren't that, that shiny, pretty, beautiful that we expected in the past. So uh, the important thing is your brand. Your brand is you. It, it is an extension of who you you are uh, and so it's got to be true to you and I think that's another aspect that we're all pushing back on at this point too is we're tired of maybe keeping up a, a facade or a front that isn't congruent with that that person or that personality behind the brand so you know I would say it, really the most important thing is that is, is that it speaks to who you are that when people meet you in the offline world, that you're exactly who you represent in the online. And I, I would also go as far to say is, don't let that be a stumbling block or something that keeps you from getting your brand out there. I think that's another misconception too, is that you have to have everything, yeah. everything ready, everything perfect. It's an iterative process. Get yourself out there, just start talking to people, start having conversations. That's really the important aspect. and. Let all of those other things come. I'm certain, just like me, your brand didn't just pop up overnight. You didn't just decide, I'm, you know, my brand color is red and my brand font is this and my logo is going to look like it this. It was a process. It's still a right? process. I, I yep. tweaked some elements just last month. I, I kind of emerged in September with a different show with slightly different fonts. You know, it's always a, a build and an evolution. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, it's a building an evolution because we evolve. We evolve as people. Our brands evolve. Uh, times change and things need to change. So I think that's another important aspect, too, is don't be afraid uh, to make those continuous improvements, those changes as uh, the ebb and flow, especially with what we're seeing right now um, and so much changing on a daily basis. Always, always. And we'll talk more actively about that in a little bit. We got some really good questions 
from our audience on our chat about brand Twitter chat on yeah. Tuesday that I'm very excited for. Um, but in the meantime, um, there's so many different ways to create content. There's so many different content types out there at this point on the different platforms. Yep. What are some ways... Um, what are some of the easier or harder ways to use content to convey a personal brand? Because some types of content really lend themselves very well towards communicating something about you. And some of them uh, you have to work a little harder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that's true. And again, it just depends on the medium, uh, certainly. So where is this content going? Uh, who is your audience and what are their expectations? You know, what type of content are they looking to consume? So doing a little bit of research to understand, are they interacting with visuals? Are they interacting with video? Is it short form, long form content? Uh, is it uh, questions or is it more just conversational type of content? So you're gonna have to play around with that. And back to what you said, it is a constant evolution of just really paying attention. But typically, you're gonna find that there are two or three types of content that really stand out for you and really resonate with your audience. So test it out, give it a try, you know, give it a feel for is it is it just a, a text-based type of post? Is it an image? And when I talk about images, there are so many different images. So is it pictures of you? If you're, say, a, well, a travel brand might not be the best example right now since none <laughs> of us are really traveling, but dependent on the type of brand you are, the type of images you share are going to vary a little bit. And you're going to have to, again, test those out, see what is working with your audience. And then it becomes really a rinse and repeat, where now you start to get a feel for, all right, this is working maybe in my email marketing. This is working over on my blog. This is working on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And then this is working over in, you know, say stories or reels or wherever you're spending your time time, what you don't want to do is spread yourself out too thin mm -hmm. at first. You just want to dip your toe in where your audience is spending their time and get a feel for what that content is. And um, I love your question because I, I think there's a lot of stress wrapped yes. up into that question of, wow, do I just have to become a content creation machine? And do I have to be everywhere and doing all the things? Right, right. And the answer is absolutely not. You do not. Um, you just need to figure out, again, where is your audience spending their time? Where are they interacting the most? Um, and, and, and start to insert yourself into those conversations. Be there. And that's exactly what Brand24, a tool like that, helps you do, where you can monitor your mentions. You can monitor conversations. You can monitor those keywords that maybe your audience is using, and you can start to see oh, okay, they're over here having this conversation on Facebook, and oh, that's the kind of content that they're interacting with. But interestingly enough, you know, maybe on Instagram or Twitter, it's different. So you are going to have to get a feel for that medium, that particular channel, but also your audience, uh, and then just give yourself that time to really dig into one, maybe two channels master those channels and your connection on those channels, and then start to gradually move out if it makes sense. 
Absolutely. Yeah. See what works because no one else has your audience, right? I mean, you can't just broad stroke say, here's the type of content that's going to work for you. Right. Yeah. And and certainly what works today may not work tomorrow. We've seen that over these last six months as we've all done a complete overhaul with our, our messaging and our positioning and our brand. And I am absolutely convinced Um, that we are going full circle back to relationship marketing, uh, the the one-on-one interactive and the brands that haven't uh, really invested into their audience or going to, they're going to feel it. They're going to feel that sting over the the next year. And they probably already have. So again, it's, it's more important that you be true to who you are. You really focus on your audience, focus on their needs, focus on where they're hanging out and then spend your time just getting to know them and building. I know it seems cliche at this point, but it's so true. Building that know, like, and trust factor to where they truly trust you as a confidant, as a friend. Know, like, and trust. I keep I keep saying that I'm going to get it tattooed on my body. I even <laughs> told Bob Berg, who originated the quote, right. <laughs> which I think probably freaked him out a little bit. But uh, you, men- <laughs> you mentioned the importance of understanding the conversations your audience is having, where they're hanging out, what's resonating with them. What are some ways we can figure this out? There are tools, of course, but what are some ways we can just, you know, just get started with yeah. figuring out what is resonating? Yeah, it it really is just doing a little bit of digging. Um, So we've got all of our insights. You've got Facebook audience insights. You've got your Instagram insights. You've got your Twitter analytics. You've got tools like I know you and I both use, like Agora Pulse, Mm -hmm. that you can do uh, pretty deep dives into their reporting, into uh, where is your audience uh, most interacting, say, with your content, or start looking at your competition. So pick out your top four to five uh, competitors, those people that are talking about very similar things to your brand and get a feel for what type of content are they sharing on all those different channels? How is that audience interacting? Because that audience is very similar to the audience you're looking to connect with. So certainly you're never looking to swipe or steal somebody else's brand. You're just simply doing a little bit of homework to get a feel for uh, what is that content that's already out there? It's already proven. It's already working with that particular audience. Um, and then where are they uh, choosing to interact with that brand? Because guaranteed your favorite brands, just because they might be on all the channels, doesn't mean that they're getting the majority of their interaction on all of the channels. It just means they have a team large enough that they can afford to be all over the place. You may not have that luxury. And so in that situation, you do just really need to do your homework. And I think Christine, this is one area I see so many people miss is we're so excited, you know, to get out there and get our brand um, out into the public that we forget to do that really vital piece of research um, and preparing our brand to get out there and have those conversations. And so sometimes it's good, even if you're out there, just take a quick little step back Um, Because what might have been the situation a month, two months ago may not be the case today. So always good to come back and revisit. 
Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. To that end, about stepping back and really having a sense of what we're doing before we put it out there. What are some ways that people can make their content stand out as theirs so that it, it it contributes to that holistic brand puzzle as opposed to just sort of feeling like a one-off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that comes down to several different elements. It's, it's your voice. So uh, how your personality, your brand personality is coming through into all of your content. Uh, it's your tone. So are you silly? Are you lighthearted? Are you very serious um, in terms of not only in real life, but your brand as well? And um, that's where colors come in, where they can really complement that that message and that tone. You know, if we're somber, if we're very serious, or if we are uh, very fun and lighthearted. Um, in, 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 you know, in your situation, I see very passionate, very fiery, which is so your personality, and that comes through uh, in all of your content. So it's just really making sure that that's coming through. It's being heard, and the way I do that is uh, a lot of the content I write, so I write an awful lot, and I read it out loud. And that probably comes from years of radio where yep. you know, you're always talking things out and making sure that inflection is right and that the way it's coming across is, is accurate. Um, and, but it really does go a long way, especially when you're getting started, so that you can hear how that's actually landing with your audience. You can hear how they're gonna read it. And oftentimes I'll go, well, that didn't make any sense, or (laughs) that sounded ridiculous, or that, you know, just didn't even come together the way I anticipated. Um, and, And you'll also find that the more you do that, the more you'll lean into your personality and feel far more comfortable putting it out there too. Cause I hear that a lot too, Christine, which is, you know, what, what if people don't like what I have to say? What if there isn't an audience for what I have to say? And to that, I say, eh, no, mm. there is an audience for every single thing under the sun. And there is somebody that is dying to know what you know, is looking for your solution, is looking to connect with somebody just like your brand. Um, and you're giving them a gift by putting yourself out there. So uh, the more we start to play around with that, the more we start to really inject those elements 
um, into our brand, the better connections we're going to make too, which I'm certain you see that. I, I, you have your fabulous gifts, that gifts, <laughs> gifts um, that everybody adores. And that's so apart. That is synonymous with your brand at this point. And people don't have to go that far, yeah. um, you, you know, to create their own elements. It, it's just really making sure that when you're responsive to people, when you're interacting with people, you're not putting on a, a happy, shiny face all the time. Mm -hmm. You're not pretending to be something that you're not uh, and, and that you are a true representation of who your business and your brand really is. Absolutely. Love that. So we got a whole bunch of questions for you, which makes me really excited Yay. from our Twitter chat on Tuesday, chat about yes. brand. Oh, this one I'm actually going to keep for you know what? Might as well start with this one. Why the heck not? Okay, so this one's a two-parter, and it sounds like a big question, but you can answer it on a more basic level, which is, what is your life purpose, and how has it evolved with your success and journey? And then also, how do you define success? Hmm. Those are, yeah. Those yeah, are those questions. are deep questions. <laughs> and I saw all of those questions coming through on Tuesday, and I yes. just love how thoughtful your audience is. Yeah. Uh, and, and that question probably uh, means more today to a lot of us uh, than it even did at the beginning of the year um, in terms of what is your purpose? And you mentioned at the beginning that uh, my background uh, was morning radio. Um, so it, it, for a very long time, my purpose uh, was to help people get their day started, help people get their morning going, um, and bring people uh, the, the news and some entertainment within that. Um, and what I recognized was that passion for being able to speak into people on a daily basis really became my passion in life. Uh, and that evolved into my business, which was uh, training, education, uh, and really empowering entrepreneurs uh, to utilize everything they had available to them and take it from the offline world into the online world. And that was 20 years ago when we were all just getting started with you know, blogging and branding and yeah. it was all new concepts and social media, what is that? <laughs> So we were really learning together, um, but truly empowering entrepreneurs um, to uh, bring their business to the online world, present their business in a way that resonates with their audience, um, and to be able to make the biggest impact possible has always been my passion and my purpose. And in the last year, my business partners and I uh, really felt the tug uh, to move from we were uh, really in the technology sector, so software as a service has, has been our focus for uh, mainly the last decade. Um, and so this was a big switch for us and yeah. very intentional um, to CauseBase where we were all feeling that tug to a higher purpose of uh, really being able to put everything that we had learned um, and taught others for many, many years into the nonprofit sector. And so we've been doing that over just over the last year or so. 
And it's been phenomenal just to uh, not only feel that purpose in a very different way, but to wake up and go to bed every day knowing that we're making an impact, that we are making a difference uh, in the lives. So the the nonprofits that we work with um, are a group based out of Boston, um, and they work towards uh, inequity, uh, inequality in higher education. So really democratizing higher education for low to moderate income students. And that, as you can imagine, with COVID and the pandemic has been yes. just the inequalities have been, been exposed beyond really what we, yeah. At every level of education. Yes, exactly. Higher education, it's at a crossroads for certain. And so that has been a fascinating journey for us this year as well. And to be at the forefront of a cause like that uh, has been incredibly fulfilling. So yes, uh, my, my purpose uh, has definitely evolved over the years, uh, but my passion remains the same. Um, which is really to be able to come in and and give of uh, everything that I know, everything I've been able to do uh, within my own career for years and years, and now be able to put that behind something that I truly believe in. I love that so much, and I feel like that has also that also kind of tied into a little bit of uh, a question about. Uh, your evolution and how your career has evolved and all of that. Um, Alexis would love to know what advice you would give to someone just starting out in social media and marketing, now knowing what you know and having been on your journey. Uh, well, first of all, I would say just get started. Mm -hmm. um, the worst thing you can do right now is take a back seat. Uh, we are in such interesting times and people are looking for connection now more than ever. They're looking for um, calm in this crazy storm that we're in the midst of. And I find now more than ever that I'm connecting with people, whether we're like-minded or not, uh, I'm connecting with brave people, with bold people, with people that aren't afraid uh, to speak their mind, to put themselves out there, to talk about what matters most to them. So more than anything, I would say, don't let the fear of not having everything perfectly ready uh, keep you 100% out of the game because people need you, people wanna hear from you, uh, and just getting out there, just starting to have conversations. Follow Christine uh, because she will show you exactly how to do it. She, I don't know, you are like superwoman. No wonder you said, <laughs> you know, you put on your cape because I, I seriously can't keep up with how much conversation you're actually in, which is fabulous. And we, we even started a whole new movement this summer, which um, Alexis, if you want to be a part of that is women supporting women, which mm -hmm. has been phenomenal. Uh, just seeing how many women are out there and actively supporting the careers and the lives of other women. So uh, it, it, two things, I, you know, like I said, Pick a couple of channels and get started. Uh, be consistent in where you're showing up and how you're showing up. And then pick people like Christine to start connecting with because she is a master 
master networker. <laughs> and those are the people you need to be connected to as well that will raise you up, that will amplify your voice, that will get you out there in front of the exact right people too. So I, connection is everything. And the only way you can do it is just to get started. I love that. Thank you so much for that. Um, quick question. What motivates you? I feel like you sort of answered in a way, but if you want to if you want to kind of give a quick one there, what motivates you and what is your favorite cake? <laughs> I love the combination of this question, Marianne. Oh, that was that's great. Right. I forgot about the cake question. That's so fantastic. Everybody's going to have to go Google it. Oh yeah. Um so what motivates me? I think I talked a little bit about that. Um you know, just my passion and my I feel purpose. Like you did. I you know, to help other people really find their why, I think, at the end of the day is what it's all about, and then be able to present that in a way that truly resonates with an audience. Um, and what motivates and inspires me these days is uh, living a life that is totally in alignment with my core values. Um, and so being able to Walk the talk is really important to me. So uh, having the the ethereal, you know, work life balance, which I don't know any of us really have right now, <laughs> especially not this year. Um, but <laughs> but being able to you know spend the time, the quality time with my family, with my husband, with my dogs, um, being able to work with two humans that. I adore more than life itself. I feel so blessed for with my two business partners. Um, and then being able to work with a group of people that inspire me daily, um, that's that's really my motivation, is having so many people around me that challenge me, that motivate me, that inspire me, that keep me going on a daily basis. And I think that's something, in fact, I know that's something I did not appreciate enough when I was younger. Yeah. I didn't appreciate how incredibly important it is to love what you do and love the people you get to do it with. Uh, and then make sure that you surround yourself with them every single day. Okay. Uh, absolutely. Incredibly important because you know, what's the point otherwise we spend so much time doing our work, uh, whether we work for someone right. else or for ourselves, you gotta yep. love it. Um, now we are just slightly over time, but I did want to make sure we got to the cake. <laughs> It's a really important piece of all of this, right? No pun intended. Uh, okay, so my favorite cake is something my mom has made uh, for my birthday every single year since I was a kid. It's called a Jenny Rook, R-O-O-K cake. It is all chocolate all the time. So it is a chocolate cake with chocolate frosting. It has nuts on top. Um, there is fudge in the middle. It's crazy amount of chocolate and it is amazing. It is the moistest cake you will ever have. So if you love chocolate, Google, you will find the recipe. Jenny Rook? Yeah, Jenny Rook. All I don't right. even know where the name comes from. I have no idea. Um, and I'm not even sure if it was handed down in the family. That's an interesting question I'll have to ask. But yeah, yeah my mom's my mom's family is Norwegian. So we have all kinds of recipes that have been handed down. 
I don't think that's one of them, but I'll find out. <laughs> I'm going to have to check that out. My daughter has become very, very into baking this year. That's oh, been her new nice. quarantine skill. She's only six years old. So this is very... Oh my gosh. It's been, we've been, you know, trying to use it to teach math and science and being careful. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have to look up how to make Jenny work cake. You got it. Because <laughs> yeah, my girl loves baking chocolate. and chocolate. Uh-huh. There you go. I love that. Thank you so much, Rebecca, for being on. This has been incredible. You gave us so much incredible knowledge about branding, mm-hmm. about being yourself, all of that, and a little peek at your journey as well. So thank you so very, very, very much for being on with us today. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks again for having me here. Oh, oh wait. Where can people find you, by the way? Sorry. Oh, well, of course. Uh, best place to find me is RebeccaRadice.com. And then you can find me anywhere on social at Rebecca Radice. Fantastic. You're like me. You keep it simple. No cutesy names. Just like, here's yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, that would be my other piece of advice. Is I bought my <laughs> domain in 2004 um, and grabbed all of my social uh, handles immediately. So if you're just getting started, make sure you do that because that is... Uh, a big no-no is having so many different names yes. and brands different that people don't know who you are. It. Absolutely. Yep. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca Radice. And I, have, of course, am Christine Gritman, and I do this every single Friday with a different guest talking about different elements of personal branding. So next week, we have Brand for Yourself not the space. That is very key. Not going necessarily along with what the expectations may be for your industry or for your space, but about who you are. And the reason we're doing that is because we're also going to have my awesome friend, Mario the Maker Magician, and his rock star wife, Katie Marchese. Katie has actually been on my show twice before, and hers are the most watched episodes of all time so hopefully this one will follow suit so we're going to be talking to mario and katie about branding for yourself not the space and i hope you can join us bye thanks for listening to let's talk about brand part of the Adweek podcast network and Acast creator network this podcast was produced by christine gritman executive produced by al manorino and john heil and edited by christine gritman you can listen and subscribe to all of Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcasts. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.